From the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Radio Rotary. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we're very excited because we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And we'll be chatting with Rotarians from around the world about the great work Rotary is doing to serve all of humanity. Hey, Jonah, here we are in the middle of the convention of Rotary International in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're talking to Bill Stumbog and to Helene Dudley, and they are, in a past life, they were involved with the Peace Corps, both of them as volunteers. Let's find out about it. Good morning, Helene. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And Bill, it's a treat to have you with us on the radio. Thank you very much for having me. It is great to be here. So I remember when the Peace Corps was started a long, long time ago, and it's been uh, really one of the feathers in the cap of the United States. It's been a terrific program. Tell us about, Hal, Helene Dudley, when you joined the Peace Corps and what kind of things you did when you were in the Peace Corps. Okay, I was in the Peace Corps in Colombia from 68 to 70, and from that experience, uh, back in 2000, we started a microloan program to help people displaced in Colombia. I also served in Peace Corps in Slovakia in the 90s, and through my work with Peace Corps, I, I learned about Rotarians, and so I decided to become a Rotarian. So the Peace Corps led me to Rotary. And Bill, how about yourself? How did you get involved in the Peace Corps? Well, it's similar but different. Uh, same time, 68 to 70, I was a volunteer in the Dominican Republic. And then I came back home and wanted to be a volunteer some more, and I went off and did volunteer work in Mexico for two more years, similar to Peace Corps but not Peace Corps. And then I came back and became a bilingual elementary school teacher, which they needed in California, and that led to a career in education. And But along the way, I became a Rotarian in California, I was asked to lead what's called a group study exchange team of teachers to Ecuador in 2003. Uh, and you started, must have liked Ecuador because that's where you live now. Right. I started working on all kinds of what we call matching grants or global grants with Ecuador and going down there every year and making friends. And then when I retired, I decided to go live in Ecuador. And now I'm president of the Rotary Club of Bahia de Caracas in Ecuador. That's terrific. Now, Helene, uh, tell us about the link today between Rotary and, and the Peace Corps. Okay. Well, several years ago, Peace Corps, the official Peace Corps associate, Peace Corps and Rotary, uh, formed a memorandum of understanding to cooperate because Peace Corps and Rotary share common vision and common way of working, common values. So it makes sense for them to work together on projects. But now the National Peace Corps Association is looking to form an association with Rotary because returned Peace Corps volunteers who continue to serve their countries would also like to partner with Rotary. We each bring something different to the table. Rotary has a lot of professionals. Peace Corps has contacts in really small communities where there are no Rotary clubs. So by working together, we can do much better in a much broader service area. And I know, Helene, you're one of the people that's trying to formalize that partnership. You kind of have a foot in both camps, so to speak, one foot planted in each camp. And I think it's safe to say that um, your experiences early on in the Peace Corps helped define and um, decide what your uh, political, uh, your professional paths were going to be. 
So, Helene, if uh, people want more information either about the Peace Corps, about Rotary's connection to the Peace Corps, is there a website or how can they get in touch with you folks? Okay, there's a, there's a new Facebook page for an organization called Partnering for Peace, or P, the number four, P. Uh, they can also go to the Peace Corps Connect, which is the National Peace Corps Association website, and get the contact information for various people who would be able to put them in contact with the, with the movement to form the partnership. And Bill Stumbaugh, tell the people at home who may not be Rotarians why it's great to be a Rotarian. Well, Rotarian um, makes my life. I mean, I do Rotary now almost 100% of the day. I've met so many people, so many friends. You know, there's a survey of why people become Rotarians, and there's basically two reasons. One is to give back to the community, help the community, help those who are less fortunate. And the other is to meet new people and make friends. And that's what Rotary has done for me, and it's been a, just a continual reward doing that all my life. Well, Bill Stamba, thank you so much for everything you do for people around the world. Same to you, Helene Dudley of Coconut Grove, Florida. And Bill, have a safe trip home to Ecuador. And thank you both for appearing this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you for having us. Well, Kathy Kruger, here we are in the historic Atlanta Fox Theater, a movie palace of old, about to see the classic Gone with, with the, wind. the Wind, Gone with the Wind, with Clark Gable, Vivian Lee, and a cast of hundreds. And we run into Susan Simon, past president of the Red Hook Rotary. Good morning, or I should say good evening, but we're on in the morning. So hi, Susan Simon. Hello. It's very nice to meet and run into you here. What a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Now, Susan, I have a very important question. Yes. So frankly, Susan, how are you enjoying your first Rotary convention? I'm exhausted. <laughs> you do realize that was my imitation of Clark Gable. It was a bad, good, well, bad I, I could do Vivian Lee. Oh, my God. It was so fantastic. I just, I just, I, I, I could hardly sleep. <laughs> no, seriously, how are you enjoying your first convention? It's, it's just unbelievable. It is like to see people from all over the world in their, in their uh, traditional uh, clothing and garb that they wear. It is wonderful walking together, talking. I go up to people and I want to like ask them a question and I realize they don't speak English and we all look at each other and smile and laugh. It is, it, this is the perfect, perfect example of worlds coming together, countries coming together and really being united without anything else but love, service and Commonality. Well, that's what they said this morning. We are the Rotary family. We are much more the same than we are different. <laughs> so even though you're a newbie to attending conventions, you've achieved something that few have. You're a guest speaker at one of the breakout sessions. Tell us about it. Whoa, I, I'm so honored. I was asked to be a speaker on a panel, and uh, I, I can't wait. And not only am I excited about being a speaker on a panel, but we had a meeting this morning to get to know each other. And just by speaking with those people, I saw stuff for myself to do in my club that will forward everything about Rotary. It, it was just a wonderful coming together of, again, people with commonality and love and service. Well, you know, Susan, usually I'm the only one that comes to these conventions to do the interviews for Radio Rotary, so it's a real thrill to have a fellow member of the Red Hook Club here. Why don't you tell people at home who might be listening who aren't Rotarians why it's great to be a Rotarian? It's great to be a Rotarian because it enables you to go out and do something, and that's that's all it is. It's just do something, and it doesn't have to be where you're digging ditches or you're you know doing something really uh, outside of your own personal comfort zone. 
well, maybe sometimes it is in a good way, but it's a way to be of service to your community, to your country, to your world, and to oh, just grow in your own soul and mind more than you ever would have if you didn't put yourself in that position. Well, Susan Simon of the Red Hook Rotary Club, thank you for those beautiful sentiments, and thank you for joining us today on Radio Rotary. You're very welcome. Oh, thank Carry you on. so much. <laughs> Well, Dave Kruger, we're here uh, at the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, and we have two very wonderful guests. We have Carol uh, Weinel of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and Dr. Celine Peary, of, also of Cincinnati, Ohio. And we're going to be talking about vision screening, but first of all, let's say good morning to Carol. Hi, good morning. Thank you for interviewing us. It's our pleasure, and good morning to Dr. Celine. Good morning, doctor. Thank you for having us. So, uh, what is the Cincinnati uh, Rotary Club doing about uh, vision screening. We'll start with Carol. Well, we started 22 years ago. Um, Dr. Ira Abramson, who is the founder of the Abramson Pediatric Eye Institute at Children's Hospital in Cincinnati, is a Rotarian. And actually, he's 93 years old and still very active in our community. And one of the reasons it started was to wipe out preventable blindness in children. So amyopia is our biggest focus. And it's actually part of the brain. It's kind of a use it or lose it phenomenal. If your brain does not recognize that eye, it will start to shut it down. So those are the kids that we really try to out, get out and reach. It does not hurt. So vision does not hurt like a broken arm. So if a child is having a visual impairment, they do not know. They don't know. Parents don't know because it's not anything that the child's going to be complaining about. So that's what we're out there in the community trying to find these children. Because if it's not reached by the time the child is 7, 8 years old, there's no turning back. That they will permanently be blinded in that eye. So you must get a lot of help from teenage, from school teachers for diagnosing and spotting problems with the children? Unfortunately, we do not. Um, so that's why we're in the schools and we're out in the community. Um, the biggest thing that we do is try to make sure that we use occluders to occlude the eye. Uh, many times in schools, because they just don't have the resources, they will actually have the child hold their hand over their eye, and it just takes a hairline for that child to be able to see through that. So it's, been, it's very easy to miss. And Dr. Celine Peary, uh, what got the uh, Rotary Club of Cincinnati specifically interested in vision screening as opposed to any other uh, program? Well, we do so many things uh, with uh, Cincinnati Rotary. Uh, part of this is just the, uh, the partnership, the Children's Hospital is helping us do this. But we do things like water, we, we partner with worldwide uh, Rotarians doing things like in Madagascar and other places. So it's a good partnership, especially with the uh, Cincinnati children helping us uh, with the vision. So Carol, if people, or, or Dr. Peary, if people want to know more about the Rotary Club of Cincinnati and their wonderful uh, vision screening program in the schools, do you folks have a website? The website is uh, www.cincinnatirotary.org. That's www.cincinnatirotary, as if it was one word, .org. Dr. Celine Peary of uh, the Cincinnati Rotary and Carol Weinel. Thank you so much for uh, everything you're doing to make sure kids have good vision. And thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. 
My name is Jonah Treboss, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, and we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, please visit them at salisburybank.com and by absolute auction and realty serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946 and by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley and we're back with more of the Rotary International Convention from Atlanta, Georgia after these important messages after thousands of years after crippling millions of children polio will soon be stopped forever all over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, Ulster Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Georgia. Georgia. The whole day. Sarah O'Connell, we've come all the way down to Atlanta from the Hudson Valley in New York, only to run into our beloved district governor, Jim Damiami uh, of the uh, Nanuet West Nyack Rotary Club. He's our district governor, the big cheese. He all is, hail. He is all hail to the chief. Here we are. At the all Rotary. hail the district governor. And we are at the Rotary International Conference, but we keep bumping into friends, uh, a lot of our old friends from the Hudson Valley, so it's pretty exciting. Welcome to Radio Rotary, Governor. Jim. Oh, thank you, Sarah and Jonah. It's great to be here with you. Uh, it's just so exciting to be down here in uh, Atlanta and uh, with uh, the uh, other 35,000 Rotarians uh, from all over the world. 
and it's great to be here at the House of Friendship and seeing what uh, people are doing, the impact that they're having in their communities uh, all around the world. It's just fantastic. Now, Jim, every year, Rotary International's president comes up with a theme for the year. And what is the theme this year for Rotary International President Ian Risley that you as district governor are going to see to it that it succeeds? Well, this year, Jonah, it's uh, really kind of unusual. It's a first or first in a long time that we're going to be focusing on the environment. Uh, uh, our I president, Ian Risley, has asked us each to plant a tree, uh, each Rotarian to plant a tree, and uh, to uh, improve our uh, environment, to absorb carbon dioxide from our atmosphere, and uh, create uh, oxygen and shade our earth and help to keep our earth nice and cool. Uh, so that's our uh, main thrust. Uh, we, of course, there are other things that we're concerned about and that we want to see through to completion, such as our polio eradication effort. You know, we made a promise to the children of the world that we were going to eliminate this dreadful disease, and uh, we're just about there. We only have had five cases so far this year, so we're very close to zeroing out, but we have to continue our commitment and uh, continue our effort and make sure that it's gone once and for all and for good. Now, Jim, when you say five cases, you mean five cases in the world, not just five cases in the United States. Exactly right, Jonah. Five cases in the world. Now, when we started the polio eradication effort, there were 50,000 cases uh, a month, uh, excuse me, 350,000 cases a year annually of polio in the world. So in the last 30 years, we re reduced that number very, very close to zero. And uh, there are many people who are walking the earth today, literally walking the earth today, due to the efforts of Rotarians all around the world. So, District Governor Jim, what would you say to people, why should they become a Rotarian? Well, you know something, I'll tell you something, Sarah. Uh, the, the thing that, that means so much to me is what Rotar Rotary has done for me as an individual. It's gotten me, my eyes uh, open to uh, service, and it's improved me as an individual. I've become a better part, uh, a member of my community. I'm more committed than ever to making sure that uh, 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 things in our community uh, for the voiceless, for the weakest of our uh, citizens to uh, have enough to eat, to have a place to live, to have clothing, warm clothing in the wintertime, uh, and uh, all over the world, such as, uh, you know, the polio eradication effort and the other things that we do with uh, providing uh, clean water and sanitation, disease, other disease prevention initiatives, um, uh, literacy programs, both uh, uh, locally and around the world. Uh, so many things that we do uh, to improve the lives of people uh, 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 and, and especially young people. 
And folks at home, if you want to join in that great work of Rotary as described by our district governor, Jim Damiani, you want to go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, join your local Rotary Club, and join us for the fun, the food, the fellowship, and meet great people like Jim Damiani. Jim, our district governor, thank you so much for everything you're going to do throughout this coming year to make Rotary great nuts and valley. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you, Jonah. With your help and Sarah's help and the help of the uh, 1,650 Rotarians in the Hudson Valley, we've got a lot to do and uh, we're going to accomplish great things. I'm sure of it. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Kathy Kruger, I can't believe it. Here on the floor of the House of Friendship in the Rotary Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, it's a hippo. hippo. It's a hippo. <laughs> but not really a hippopotamus, folks. It's a big water uh, jar uh, that's oh, about the size of a, of a oh, I don't know, like a hassock that you would have in front of your couch at home. It's bright blue. And we're here with Bernard Grote of the Rotary Club of Chicago 4 North. And he's going to tell us all about his hippos. Good morning, Bernard. Good morning. So what is the hippo all about? The hippo is a, a barrel or a roller, and it has a capacity of 24 gallons. And the reason why is the capacity of 24 gallons because uh, it replaces five five-gallon water buckets, the equivalent of five water buckets. And where are these hippos, these water hippos, used? They're used in areas where you do not have running water. And you're saying they replace buckets. Uh, we have photographs here in your booth of uh, people going down to the uh, creeks or the streams. And in the old days, girls would be sent down to bring water back for the family to use throughout the day. And if they, of course, if they were bringing water back and forth from the creek, where weren't they sitting? They in were school. not sitting uh, with, their, in their, with their playmates, and they didn't do homework. They, right. couldn't, they couldn't attend school sometimes. Exactly. So the hippo has the advantage of bringing all 24 uh, gallons of water back at the same time. And, in, and what happens is you attach what looks like a uh, metal tubing, looks like a bar. Uh, a, a bar that you'd have a, on top of a stroller to push a stroller, and you would drag the hippo behind you. So you yeah, get 20, yeah. one person taking 24 gallons instead Versus of one person five, taking five, five, five times five buckets. Right. So and again, it, this is something that the men now are participating in and not just the women. So the great thing, of course, is girls get an education. And Bernard, as we know, if a girl gets an education, the whole family does better. Yes, and it's not just the girl. It's now the mother or the aunt mm -hmm. who can spend five times more time at home and there's more time for her to learn some new economic tasks. So we have projects where we uh, uh, give to these uh, ladies sewing machines, food operated sewing machines, and then their clubs, they're coming up with funds where they combine it with microfinance because the funds are then used for fabrics, and with the fabrics they use to make school uniforms. They equip their first their own school, and then later on they sell their clothing to the next school. So getting back to the water hippo, uh, these are in use in Africa? Uh, they are manufactured in South Africa, and they're used for over 25 years in over 25 countries in Africa. There's nothing new. The hippo has a, a life expectancy of seven years. It works in rural terrain as well as in plain terrain. 
So the, the other thing I love is I'm seeing this pamphlet here, and not only is it good to get the water to the home, and they can use it in their home for water, but there's a beautiful picture of a garden, and you put this tank up, uh, the barrel, and it's got an apparatus that you can then attach so that you can water your garden, which, again, is just a godsend. So, yeah, so how much does it cost to provide the, the hippo tank? Uh, barrel and the, the handle, what does it cost to provide that to needy people in Africa? Uh, there are two prices. One is the price from the manufacturer and then the price which I solicit uh, Rotary Clubs with because our concept is to make available the SIPO in Haiti. So it has to be shipped from South Africa and it has to go through customs procedures in Haiti which is sometimes 30-40% of the price. So it's a package deal, you know, where it's not one hippo, it's many hippos together and they fit either in a 20-foot container, 200 in a 20-foot container, or 400 in a 40-foot container. And if a Rotary Club was interested in sponsoring some hippos, uh, is there a website we could uh, contact you at? Yeah, we have two things. We have an email address, it's called hippocaribe at hotmail.com, or the website is www.hippocaribe.com. Well, Bernard Groth of the Chicago Far North Illinois Rotary Club, thank you for everything you're doing, not only to provide clean water to families in, in, in uh, needy areas, but making sure girls continue to get an education. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. It's been a great pleasure to bring you today's edition of Radio Rotary from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Our thanks to the great folks at the Rotary Press Office, Chanel Williams, Vivian Fiore, and Audrey Carl for all of their help here at the convention. And our thanks to our sponsors, Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, visit them at salisburybank.com. And by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. And by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley of New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebois, so thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. So long from Atlanta. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. It's Red Hook Rotary Citizen of the Year Dinner honoring Brenda Cagle. Tuesday, October 24th at 6.15 p.m. at the Red Hook Firehouse. Help us honor a great community volunteer. Tickets are just $45 per person for a fabulous meal and fun evening. Tickets are available at Red Hook Town and Village Halls or from any Red Hook Rotarian. That's Red Hook Rotary Citizen of the Year Dinner honoring Brenda Cagle. Tuesday, October 24th at 6.15 at the Red Hook Firehouse. Be there. 